Good morning. Uh, welcome as we come um, to worship today. Uh, if you're visiting with us, uh, either in the building or indeed um, online, we bid you a warm welcome. Um, the children will participate in most of the service, if not nearly all of the service today. So you'll see less of my face and less of my voice, uh, which is... <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll just leave it at that. Um, so, uh, but welcome. I, I'm going to um, open up. Um, we're going to open by praying together. Um, we're going to light the candle. See what I did there? See what I did there? We're going to light the candle this week early in the service. Um, and then uh, we're going to hand over to the children as they lead us in prayer. So let's just pray uh, as we begin. Father God, we thank you uh, for the opportunity um, to come to worship together collectively um, as a gathered body of people. And whether that's together in here or whether that's together online, but yet in our togetherness, even though separate, uh, we come with one purpose today, Lord, to declare that you were born for a reason. Um, and that in this season, we want to point to you, uh, to live our lives for you, uh, and to tell your story uh, in the world around us. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay. So, um, who would like to... The, the candle um, helps us to um, understand light in the darkness. Um, these are... I remember to light the candle, but now... Why didn't you tell me that before the service? So for those here who couldn't hear that, that's my daughter shouting from the back that the lighter doesn't work. You need the matches. But she waited to I made a fill of myself before she told me that. Um, but the candles remind us as well that there's light in the darkness. Um, this is a dark season. Um, the nights draw in quickly, um, and there seems to be more darkness around us and less daylight. Candles remind us that Jesus is indeed the light of the world, and that he came to dispel the darkness. And we carry that hope within us. And so as we see the candles lit, uh, we carry that hope uh, in our hearts today. Naomi. about some of the traditions that you could experience around the world at this time of year. We will take you all over the globe. Hope you have your passports ready and a negative lateral flow test. Off we go. Christmas in European. Starting closest to home, many European countries have lovely Christmas traditions. In many regions in France, Christmas celebrations start with St. Nicholas Day on 6th December. The children get sweets and little gifts. In the LCS region, the, children, the tradition of putting up decorated Christmas trees dates back as far as the 14th century. On Christmas Eve, children put their polished shoes out in front of the chimney and hope that Parina Wealth in brackets for every Christmas fills the shoes with sweets. Christmas Day is celebrated like in Great Britain with lots of food and family. In France, people say joy in a well to wish each other Merry Christmas. In Italy, a nativity scene, a precipe, is usually put up in churches town squares, and often in homes. For many people, this is the most important aspect of the Christmas decorations. 
The nativity scene originally stems from Italy and is now a common occurrence around the world. In Italy, Babbo Natale hands out presents to children on Christmas Day. Still, in many families, gifts are exchanged only on the 6th of January, which is the day of the Epiphany. In Italy, the people wish each other Buon Natale, which means Merry Christmas. Germany has been responsible. Germany has been responsible for many of our Christmas traditions, including Advent calendars, Advent wreaths, tinsel, baubles, Christmas trees, Christmas markets and mulled wine. In Germany, trees are only put up and decorated on the 24th of December, although stockings are enjoyed on, the, on St Nicholas Day, 6th of December, as in France. A carol that was written in Germany was O Christmas Tree. Many people think that Silent Night was also a German carol, but although written in the German language, it was composed in Austria. Christmas and summer. In Australia right now it is summertime because they are in the southern hemisphere. That means that Christmas can be celebrated with a barbecue on the beach. Australians decorate a Christmas bush instead of a tree. This is a native bush which turns red around Christmas time. Santa's sleigh is pulled by a team of festive kangaroos and not reindeer. Christmas in the Philippines. The Philippines has the largest number of Christians in any Asian country and Christmas is celebrated in a big way. A very popular decoration is the parrel. This is a star-shaped lantern held on a bamboo pole symbolising the star of Bethlehem. Christmas Eve can go on all night as people attend worship at church and then face with their families, sometimes until morning. Super. Worship can go on all night to the next morning. You hear that? Christmas at the equator. In Mexico, Christmas is celebrated from the 12th of December to the 6th of January. From 16th of December to Christmas Eve, children often perform the Posada procession. Posada is Spanish for in or lodging. There are nine Posadas. They celebrate the part of Christmas story where Mary and Joseph are looking for somewhere to stay for the Posadas. The outside of the houses are decorated with evergreens, moss and paper lanterns. Other decorations include poinsettia flowers in each bus, and these are called Christmas Eve flowers in Mexico. In each Posada, the children are given candles and a board with painted clay figures of Mary riding on a donkey and Joseph to process around the streets with they call at all of, of the houses and sing a song at each home about Mary and Joseph. They are told at each house there is no room and they must go away. Eventually they are told there is a room and are welcomed in with food, games and fireworks. Each night a different house hosts the Posada party. At the final one on Christmas Eve, a manger and figures of shepherds are put on the board and baby Jesus is put into the manger. After that, each family will go to the midnight mass and then there are more fireworks to celebrate the start of Christmas. Christmas in North America. Like in Britain and Ireland, Christmas is celebrated on the 25th December. In North America, with the giving and receiving of gifts, attending church, decorating Christmas trees, and waiting for Father Christmas.
In Canada, you may get beef, turkey or goose as the main dish, though turkey is still the main choice in both Canada and America. Yule logs are very popular in Canada with their French heritage, as a Yule log was originally from France. Did you know the candy candy cane came from America? According to the legend, a long time ago, a candy maker in Indiana made the Christmas candy to tell the real Christmas story. He chose pure white candy to represent Jesus' purity and made it hard to remind us that Jesus is the solid rock and that all God's promises are solid. The candy cane was made in the shape of of the letter J to remind us of Jesus who came to earth as a baby and became our saviour. The candy, then the candy maker added stripes. These represent the blood Jesus shed for us on the cross so we have eternal life. We have given everyone a candy cane today. Whether you eat them or hang them on your tree, remember what it represents. Well, good morning, everyone. It's uh, been lovely to hear all the different Christmas traditions from around the world, and I am going to tell you about another one. Um, And it's another one that involves sweets, uh, or it started off with sweets, and it's one that you will be familiar with, because it's uh, a tradition that uh, we have in this country, um, and it's also a tradition um, that started because of inspiration from France. Um, Because a sweet maker named Tom Smith, who you can see on the screen there, Uh, travelled to France. He lived in London and he had a sweet shop in London, but he travelled to France um, and he noticed that the sweet shops in France wrapped their sweets in coloured paper and twisted the ends. And he thought that was a great idea. So he came back to London and he started doing the same thing with his sweets, wrapping them in colourful paper and twisting them at the end. But he added a little twist of his own because he added a little slip of paper into the sweets with a little riddle on it, something for people to solve when they open the sweets. And they did quite well, but he noticed that people weren't really um, buying them as much as he would like. So one night he was sitting in front of his fire um, and he was watching the fire and watching the way it crackled and popped. And he thought to himself, I know, a brilliant idea. Imagine if I could get my sweets to pop as they open. And so he went about trying to work out how he could do this to get them to open with a bang. Can anyone think what it was that he had invented? Anyone got any ideas? Crackers, Christmas crackers. Okay, so he, he was the inventor of the Christmas cracker. Now, I want a volunteer to come up and open a cracker with me. Because I brought some crackers with me. Okay, yes, there's a hand there within the red jumper. Do you want to come up? Okay. Okay, you want to pull this cracker? Oh, well done. I never win the crackers. Okay, can I, can I have a look at what's inside it there? Just come back here. Now, I'm going I'm to let you take it away. Stay up here with me. Stay up here. So there are three things that you normally find inside a cracker. 
Um, one of them is a gift, and inside this cracker, it's a little sticker, um, which is not the best of gifts. So um, you can have a little packet of Haribo with it as well. Okay, well done. Give them a round of applause. So the first thing that you get inside a Christmas cracker is a gift. And I don't know about you, but I think the best gift to get inside a Christmas cracker is that little pack of screwdrivers because it's the only one that I actually use beyond Christmas Day. I'm not sure if that's what professional electricians use, but if you want to rewire a plug, it's just the right size to, um, to do it. So I'm really hoping for a little pack of screwdrivers when I open my crackers. Apparently, you can get millionaire crackers, and inside them, they have things like gold jewelry and watches and all sorts of things. I've never opened a millionaire cracker, so the best thing I'm hoping for is the little pack of screwdrivers. But why do we get gifts at Christmas, and why do we have gifts inside the cracker? Well, it's to remind us of the greatest gift of Christmas. The greatest gift of Christmas is Jesus. It says in the Bible, for unto us a child is born, <clears throat> unto us a son is given. Jesus was the greatest gift. He was God's gift to us, to the world. It says in the Bible that Jesus is called Emmanuel, which means God with us. The story of Christmas is that God didn't stand at a distance looking down on the world, but he came into the world to be with us. God came near, God came close. And that's great, great gift that we've received, that God can be with us, whether we're at school, in the classroom, whether we're at home in our bedrooms, or whether we're here in church, we know that God is with us. God came close in Jesus. So Jesus is God's gift to us. Now, who'd like to come and pull the next cracker? Do we have a volunteer for the next cracker? Yes, come on. Okay. Oh, you won again. Okay, let's have a look what's inside here. Now, the second thing that you often get inside a cracker, and hopefully there's one inside here, yes, is a joke. Okay, so there you go. You can take your seat. Give her a round of applause. Okay, so... Here's the kind of joke that you often find inside a cracker. What do you call a three-legged donkey? Any ideas? Yeah? A wonky, yes, well done, a wonky. Okay, so here are a few other cracker jokes. What happened to the man who stole an advent calendar? He got 25 days. <laughs> now, they either make you laugh or groan, but one or, one or the other. What do Santa's little helpers learn at school? The alphabet. Oh, I saw some hands up there. Maybe you knew that one. What did Adam say the day before Christmas? It's Christmas Eve. <laughs> Who hides in the bakery at Christmas? A mince spy. What are, why are Christmas trees so bad at sewing? Because they always drop their needles. Who is Rudolph's favorite pop star? Beyonce. What did Mrs. Claus say to Santa Claus when she looked up in the sky? Looks like reindeer. That's all I've got. Okay, don't worry. So the jokes that we get in crackers are not always the funniest. They're often a bit silly. Um, but the idea is that they make us smile. The idea is that they add a little bit of joy as we share silly jokes around the Christmas table. And you remember in the Christmas story when the angels appeared to the shepherds, it says this in Luke's gospel. There were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news 
that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. So this greatest gift of Christmas of Jesus is good news. It's good news for everyone, great joy for all the people. Because this message that God has come to live amongst us, that God has come close to show his love, to show us the way to live and to be our saviour, to come to save us so that we can be forgiven, so that we can, all the wrong things that we've done or that we will ever do can be washed away and we can be friends with God. That's great news. It's news of great joy for all the world and for all the people. So once the shepherds had seen Jesus in the stable, they went and they started to spread the word. And it says in the Bible that all who heard were amazed. And when you hear a great joke, a really funny joke, you want to share that joy and that laughter with other people. You want to tell that joke to others. And when we hear the good news that Jesus has come close to us to save us and so that we can be friends with God, we want to share that good news, that great joy with those around us. Okay, who'd like to pull the last cracker with me? Need one more volunteer. Okay, there's some hands at the back there. Okay, yes, young man at right, not quite at the back. Yes, you're coming up. Brilliant. Okay, right, let's see if I can win this one. Oh, no. Right, okay, let's see the last thing that's in the cracker. I've never won. You've never won a cracker for Christmas? Oh, you're very good. I hope this is uh, in here. Oh, yes, there it is. The last thing that you found in a cracker is a crown, a crown, okay. There you go, give him a big round of applause. <clears throat> so the last thing that you find inside the cracker is the crown. And generally I put that on for a little while um, and then uh, once I get stuck into my meal, I have to take it off because I don't want it to fall in the gravy or anything like that. Um, but we always get a crown in a Christmas cracker. And the crown reminds us that Jesus, this greatest gift from God, this gift that is great um, joy and good news for the whole world, is also a king. He's the king of kings, the top king over all the others. The Bible verse that I read a little bit of earlier on goes on to say this. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom. He is a king on a throne. That little baby that the shepherds went to see is not just any baby, but he is God with us. He's the one who's in charge of the whole world. He's the king of kings. And each one of us has a choice. We have a choice. Are we going to make Jesus our king to say, Jesus, I know when I'm in charge of my life, sometimes things don't go right. Sometimes I make a mess of things. I make mistakes. So I want to say to you, Jesus, will you be the king of my life? Will you be in charge? Will you show me how to live and guide me through my life? Because he's the best king. He's the one who wants the best things for us. And so when we give our lives to him and say, Jesus, I want you to be king of my life, his plans for us are even better than we could imagine. So as you pull your crackers around your Christmas table this year, remember and tell those around you, as you look at the gift, that Jesus is the greatest gift we've ever received.
As you read the joke, remember that this great gift is good news and great joy for everyone. So let's share it with our friends and our neighbors and our colleagues and those at school. And then when you take the crown out and put it on your head, ask yourself the question, is Jesus my king this Christmas? Because Jesus wants to be king in our lives. And we can ask him to come and to take charge and to be our king because he loves us and he has good plans for us. So let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you for the way people around the world celebrate your birth. We thank you for all these different traditions we've heard about. And Lord, we thank you for the wonderful gift of Jesus, that, uh, that in Jesus, God came close to us to be with us. We thank you that that's great news and help us to share that great news with others. And Lord God, we pray that you would help us to make you king of our lives this year and each year. In Jesus' name, amen. Let us pray. Dear Jesus, we know we're very blessed at Christmas spending time with our families, having a yummy dinner and getting to open presents. But we know there are many people who won't get these things today. Please send them lots of blessings and let them know that someone is thinking about them on Christmas. Help us to see how we can bless other people too. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Dear, fa dear Father in heaven, thank you for giving us the gift of Jesus, the greatest Christmas gift of all. Please help us remember why we celebrate, even as we eat Christmas dinner and open presents. We are very thankful for the reason for the season, and without Jesus we wouldn't have Christmas. Thank you for giving us this day. Amen. Dear Lord, we pray that this Christmas is celebrated with hearts filled with peace and love. Please take away all the bad feelings and emotions in people and show them what Christmas is all about. We also pray for the people who are having a hard time this Christmas. Please hug them and let them feel your peace and love. Amen. We have joy of the angels the gladness of the shepherds, the worship of the wise man, the peace of the Christ child, be yours this Christmas. And the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, rest upon us this day and forevermore. Amen. Amen.